brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. Hello and thank you for downloading the podcast. What a show we had today, Matt Dyson. Oh, it was fun. I mean, there was John Bon Jovi banging on about the Black Friday sales. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, but vaguely, yeah. Um, and so many people got involved with... Uh, our text question today was, it wasn't your job. But you did it anyway. Mm. And there were some hilarious tales. You're going to hear those shortly. out there, yeah. And something very, very bad has happened to little Dave. No, not that one. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just as heartbroken. It's almost as painful, isn't it? Yes! (laughs) The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Good morning. It's 11 minutes past six on your Thursday. Also occasionally known in this studio as Friday Eve. Good morning, Matt Dyson. Good morning, David Berry. Good morning, Emma Jones. Morning. Morning, producer Claire. Morning. Morning, producer Mark. Good morning. Morning, everyone. We have no Glenn today, which is a real shame, not only because I love him, but also because I finally took Cholton Athletic to the Premier League on FIFA, and he's the <laughs> only one in this room who cares. Yeah, I had a whole ten-minute monologue lined <laughs> oh, up about how I did it. It was oh, going to well be glorious. Done, That's such a great achievement. I listened back to the Daily Podcast, and yeah. I only noticed the sarcasm in your voice the last time you said it <laughs> yeah. like that. I thought, oh, that was nice. Glenn and I chatted. I know Emma doesn't play FIFA. That's fair enough. But Matt went, oh, well done, mate, and that meant the world to no, me. No, I think I sort of grew out of it about... Five years ago, I just suddenly oh, thought. I just suddenly thought. No, I, I suddenly. Yeah, I suddenly thought. But what have I actually achieved here? I've just wasted a lot of time playing a game. What you've achieved got is slightly good at a game, where I'm playing a computer anyway, and so the computer can be as hard or as easy as I want it to. Let be. me ask you a question, and I, and I learned this from you. No, and the computer was set on hard, by the way, just for the record. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. The computer was set I on thought you downgraded it to medium because no. you find it. True no, no, no. I downgraded from world class to professional. <laughs> right, that is. Now, this is why I don't game. tell you certain things off air, Matt. To talk about me downgrading on FIFA. This isn't the celebration I expected on there. <laughs> yeah, this is good plan, isn't it? I'm not going to lie. Let me ask you this: so as a as a soon-to-be father of three, mm-hmm. now this is what FIFA gives you. Yeah. Yesterday, I was given the opportunity to sit on my own and play a game where I had to put a little ball in the back of a little net for a football team I've loved since I was a boy for, like, two and a half hours. Oh, actually, yeah. <laughs> you fancy a bit of that now, don't you? So I've still, I'm not quite decided on this. <laughs> the clock, the clock for me is ticking with this stuff. Wow. This will be my final hurrah. Yeah, no, I had it on my phone and I was playing it on the train and stuff and uh, I just sort of thought it was a bit of a nonsense. Okay. Yeah. But maybe I'm going to give it another go now. You mentioned that. Well, no, it's just a nice just way a of spending a bit. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, Emma, because Stefan's a big gamer, isn't he? Your yeah, I have gamer. to watch him play a lot. Do you support him in whatever he's doing, killing zombies or other cowboys or whatever it may be? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm like, you just, you do you. I, I normally say to him to do it when I've gone to bed. Yeah. 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 Okay, so, so that's right. what I mean. Yeah. People normally move away from you if you're a slightly older gamer because they it's your time, it's for you. Yeah. Okay. You're going to get back into it? I'm, I'm yeah, Now you've mentioned it, I'm sort of tempted. It's just, can... it's just finding the time, isn't it? I was so determined this was going to be a big celebration of me getting Charlton <laughs> Athletic to the Premier League and instead it's just me trying to turn my mate round to maybe having a game. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. As dear Silly used to say, ooh, I think I'm going to buy a new hat. <laughs> Mick in Greenock, who gets in touch regularly, yeah. is back in touch. Good morning to you, Mick. It is always nice hearing from you. And uh, this is uh, linked to First Thoughts. He says, Morning, Dave and the team. This is the first chance I've had to text you since last week. If you remember, I was going to cancel a date so I could go out with the boys from football, but you advised me to ditch the boys on this occasion as I see them every week. 
Well, I went on the date and it was great. Aww. That's nice for you, Mick. In fact, so much so, my first thought today was, how can I tell the boys I'm not going out this weekend with them again? It's date number two on Saturday, everybody. Wow. Uh, and apparently, um, the object of Mick's affections once appeared on Come Dine With Me, Emma. Oh, it's not me. No, it's, no. you're definitely not dating <laughs> Mick and Green. No, yeah. you can't date listeners. I'm sure that's in the contract somewhere. Or maybe just my contract. Uh, oh, well done to you, Mick. That's excellent stuff. Wow. Um, Tracy Craig from Huntington, her first thought was, oh, my goodness, I feel OK this morning. And whether that's mental health or a hangover, we are pleased for you, Tracy. Yeah. Congratulations. Or a cold. Yes, or a cold. Uh, ben, the trucker in Birmingham's Birmingham, so thought was, no one will mind if I'm two hours late and snoozed for the 20th oh. time. Oh, the later into the working that. week you go, Matt, the more you snooze, yeah, you were yeah. saying. Yeah, I was really uh, inclined to snooze this morning, but I didn't, you know, I stayed strong. I cancelled <laughs> my, uh, what is my first alarm, and used my snooze alarm as my first alarm today. Ah, that's always a good way of making it. We get a slightly longer sleep. It's an extra ten minutes. Yeah. I was just saying, like, you know, the thing with working early in the morning, which so many people do, and so many people work a lot longer into the day than we do, we yeah. totally know and respect that, but you get to a point in life where you just can't be bothered to brush your own teeth. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I do, but I stand there for two minutes, I've got an electric toothbrush. I just resent it. I go, oh, and not, you've got not my toothy pegs again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't even got to move my arm up, arm up and down. Oh, wow. Just got to stand there for two minutes. I'm thinking, oh no, oh, this is such a problem. Oh. <laughs> Producer Mark didn't even put any hair wax in this morning. Oh, no. It's all falling apart here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. Speaking of Bon Jovi, he's the subject of this morning's Dave Berry is riddled: a chance for you to win a breakfast show mug. It's 6.25 in the morning, and right now, John Bon Jovi is poised at his computer with only the glow of the monitor to light his deep blue eyes. Meanwhile, walking like a man that's had one too many heavy nights on tour, Richie Zambora makes his way down from the master bedroom and lazily asks, John, John Bon, what on earth are you doing? I'm preparing, Richie. I'm preparing, replies John. Preparing for what, John? Black Friday. <gasps> Not this again, John Bon Jovi. You know what happened on Black Friday last year. Please, John, not again. You're a whole day early. I'm not missing out on a 30% discount on a Bosch blowback again, Richie. Just let me do this, please. For me. OK, John, you need to take a good look at yourself, my friend. Look deep inside. You're living on a prayer, John. Oh, OK. <laughs> An acquaintance once asked me... Different lights make me strange. For each one, my size will change. <laughs> what am I? Well, John, what am I? What am I? John switched off his computer, the piercing light fading away, and it was then, at that moment, he had cracked Rich's riddle. Have you? Wow. This is a great riddle this morning. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. We're doing a little round of Dave Berry is riddled. You see, John Bon Jovi switched off his computer, the piercing light fading away, and it was then, and only then, at that moment, he cracked Richie Sambora's riddle, which was, different lights make me strange, for each one, my size will change. 
Um, hi, I think it might be an incubator for chicks from oh, Tyler. That's a good guess. It is a good guess. It's incorrect, but thank you, Tyler. <laughs> the moon from Marcello. No, it's not the moon. Is it a prism, says Luke in Beckenham? Unfortunately not, Luke. A candle, questions Lee oh, from Loughborough. We've already had that, haven't we? Yeah, we have, Lee, unfortunately. Mm. Um, but we're not blaming you for that. It's just that it's been put on the screen again, so I've read it twice. Okay. Uh, an online one right now. We <laughs> I have... mean, we've had it in a past riddle. <laughs> oh, it was the candle. answer to a past riddle, wasn't it? Was it a candle? It filled Bono's room with lights. Oh, that God. Seems <laughs> <laughs> I stand corrected. You're yeah, absolutely yeah. right. Um, online one, we have James. Good morning, James. Morning, Dave. All right, mate. How you doing, my friend? Yeah, good. How are you? Very well, thank you. A warm welcome to the show. So, uh, to put it in a nutshell, what on earth is Richie Zambora off that Bon Jovi banging on about? It's a pupil in your eyes. It's a pupil in your eye. Mm, yeah. You're absolutely right, James. Congratulations. <laughs> we are going to send you a Dave Ray Breakfast Show mug. Stay on the line. We'll get your details. And thank you for tuning in. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Love the Thanks, show, James. Oh, that's very kind of you to say, man. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day. That's really lovely. Um, as we can tell by Matt going, hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we've got why... some follow-up questions here, producer I mean, Mark. <laughs> how, how do they make different lights make your pupil of your eye strange? Oh, I mean, it's like strange. And, you know. and uh, yeah, one, my size changes for each for each different light. Mm, there's only two stages of there's either dilated or non-dilated with the pupil. You've it? never heard of semi-decimal dilation? <laughs> <laughs> what? No. I think you may have just made it up, but uh, I'm not 100% sure. How dare you? That's why I prefer the incubator for chicks answer. I think it's from Tyler. I think it's a better answer. OK, so do you want us to take the mug back off of James? <laughs> no, 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 no. No. But no, no there, there are, there's must be incremental... Um, dilation of the pupils. Well, I surely. suppose there's a stage where it's in in between the stages that it's Are there any of those? <laughs> are there any eyeball doctors out there? <laughs> Get in touch. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. One of you there eye doctors have been in touch. <laughs> Well, not really, but listen to this. <laughs> of course, there are different degrees of pupil dilation. It's continuous, not one thing or another. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. It's basic <laughs> biology 101. <laughs> Honestly, this country, P.S., I'm a bio teacher. Oh, a bio teacher. And I think that this particular bio teacher speaks for us all, Matt. <laughs> yeah, OK, fine. So uh, I how dare you? I was wrong on that front. How yeah. dare you question Richie Zambora's riddle? I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I admit I was wrong too. It does. Yeah, they dilate. Uh, they often uh, contract as well, don't mm. they? Yeah, so fair enough. Different stages. Um, the other thing we need to move on to is that I am not the kind of seasoned broadcaster who will let out a profanity and then yes. try and cover it up by just whistling. Someone, well, someone just texted in, because if this did happen, it passed me by, but someone just said, <laughs> did, did Dave just say the S word and then whistle to cover it up? <laughs> that would be quite impressive if he did. No, I was trying to give a... Obviously, because we're on the wireless, I was trying to give an audio version of what I believed it would... It sounded like when the pupil uh, dilated. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, so, no, I didn't swear. I was just going... <laughs> that's what I was trying to oh, do. Well, much, I was trying that to, makes much more sense. <laughs> I was trying to demonstrate the dilation of a pupil yeah. through the medium of whistling. <laughs> <laughs> Great. We've got a perfect name for the podcast there. <laughs> there we go. Thanks, everyone, for getting in touch. We appreciate it. Uh, next up, well, this is what I want to talk about. It wasn't my job, but I did it anyway. 
The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. And as I said just moments ago, I'd quite like to talk about it wasn't your job, but you did it anyway at 8, 12, 15. This is because yesterday afternoon, um, Sarah Jane, my wife, she was in Primark mm. on Oxford Street. And while she was queuing to purchase something, um, a guy who worked there behind the till said to her, could you grab that basket, please? You know those kind of the larger baskets because people go yeah. cray-cray in Primark, yeah, so they yeah. just fill them up. And uh, he, he said, can you, can, you, can you grab that, please? And obviously Sarah Jane, as she doesn't work in, in Primark, yeah. kind of looked around because she thought she was blocking yeah, you know, a fellow member of staff. And he went, yeah, you. And um, she picked up the... Um, she's pregnant as She's well. eight and a half months yeah. pregnant. Yeah. Uh, picked up this um, plastic kind of wheeled trolley yeah. um, that holds like 47 gallons of clothes and yeah. um, passed it over to him and, uh, and apparently didn't even say thank you. Wow. wow. So he thought she was like a colleague. No, that's what I said. I said, oh, he must have thought that you were a colleague. But... Um, but she was, you know... Yeah, she wasn't... Well, you, would know, doesn't... you would know your colleagues, surely, wouldn't you? Well, you wouldn't want to wear the same uniform as a Primark employee, right. would you? <laughs> Just, like, hang around in that. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, Come and say hello. Yeah, in, in the blue, in the trademark yeah. blue. But, um, I mean, yeah, so it wasn't Sarah Jane's job, but she did it anyway. Well, she, she did it. In the basket. didn't even get a thank you. Outrageous. I remember I, I, was, uh, I was at a 21st birthday. Uh, I was around the similar age as myself at the time. Um, and um, I went behind this kind of makeshift bar to get myself a can of beer. And when I kind of I bent down to pick it up, I got it out of the thing. And when I stopped, there were two there were two guys there. I said, "Oh, could you grab us a beer, please?" And I yeah. went, "Yeah, of course." So I went down. And I got to. And when I came up again with from the two beers, there was a gaggle of people there, and one of them wanted a vodka orange. Right. So I turned back around again. Got a little plastic glass. Yeah. I turned around. And it's just it's, it's it's eight people deep at the bar. Wow. People go, "Come on, mate!" <laughs> <laughs> I've been here for ten minutes. I'm like, "Don't work here." Yeah. <laughs> uh, it trapped. wasn't my job, but I did it anyway. <laughs> Way. Trapped in a bar job. I, I quite enjoyed it because I didn't do. I went down the clothes shop route. Um, yeah. You know, during that period of my life, I didn't go down the bar route. I quite enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Did you put a t- tip tray out? Did you get any tips? I should have done that. Yeah. That's a good, that's <laughs> a good point. But it wasn't my job. But I did it yeah, anyway. Matt, good. does any of this? Oh, well, my uh, my oldest daughter Bess recently uh, volunteered me at Rainbows, which is like the entry level to brownies, right? Uh, to be the barman. So there. I got there dro- <laughs> to drop her off. No, I got there to drop her off and get. Oh, you you're down as the parent and helper tonight to the volunteer and I spent an hour like being like our Kalar's assistant <laughs> in this room full of young young kids as so I was in the kitchen washing up for them sweeping the floors tidying after all these children getting a bowl of soapy water so they could wash their little hands and then dry in their hands I was like a children's butler for an hour for an hour and it wasn't my job and I volunteered to, and actually I took a bit of pride in it I was like I'm going to sweep these floors better than any other parent volunteer has done and I, quite, I actually quite enjoyed it it's Quite nice. It wasn't your job, but you did it anyway. Emma, I mean... This gl- it applies to you today in the most glaring of ways. Yeah, it's not my job, but I'm reading the sports news anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Glenn. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Good morning, Dave and the team. I was fitting a kitchen for a customer in a cottage and they had a new three-piece suite delivered all together now. The delivery company couldn't get the suite in the cottage. They left it outside. Ten minutes later, my boss and I took a window and the frame out and lifted the suite through into their front room. Not our job, but we couldn't leave it outside and we were happy to help, says Jono from Sitting Ball. Excellent. So there we go, Jono. That's perfect. It wasn't your job, but you did it anyway. And joining us right now, we have Rob. Good morning to you, Rob. 
Good morning, Dave. Uh, now, I believe you found yourself in a similar situation uh, to me when I became the unsuspecting barman at a 21st birthday party just because I was grabbing myself a beer. Yeah, it was it was really similar to, to what happened to you. I, I, went, I was supposed to be um, at a conference, and, uh, yeah, I w- it was early morning. I got there nice and early, so I made myself a drink, and then someone else came up. So I said, oh, you know, thought, you know, maybe build some rapport, meet someone new. So I said, oh, you know, what would you like? And and they told me, and I made the drink. And obviously someone saw, and then they came up and gave me their drinks order. And before you know it, I had a queue of people that I was making tea and coffee for. So It's amazing, that moment where you're stuck and you can't get out of it. No, it's a you just rue the time you said, what can I get for you? Because you wanted to make a friend. You're building bridges at a conference. The next yeah. thing you know, you're making all the teas and coffees. And we believe that you were due to speak at the conference. <laughs> well, that was the that was the weird thing because uh, after I'd finally, you know, spent uh, all that time making everyone a drink, I ended up being called up to do this uh, speech in front of everyone, and the looks on their faces when they realised that the guy that they'd been ordering around for teas and coffees was actually supposed to be talking to them. It's the guy from catering. What's he, doing up there? <laughs> he doesn't know anything about this. <laughs> Surely, <laughs> he's such a man of the people. You get that wonderful, like slow yeah. clap from the back of the room as everyone erupts into applause. Um, Rob, thank you very much indeed for coming on the show and telling us your tale. We love that. Great having you on. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Cheers, Rob, and you. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. We were discussing the fact it wasn't your job, but you did it anyway. And, of course, there's a whole section of society that is plagued with this problem because they wear a uniform to their job. Mm. Uh, And joining us right now with a tale of that is Cara. Good morning, Cara. Morning, Dave. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. Marvellous. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. So you used to work at Pets at Home? Yeah, that's it. And then when you used to go and try and get a sandwich at lunch at Tesco, people would confuse you for working there? Yeah, that's it, yeah. So what happened? Firstly, I believe a guy asked you where the pita bread was. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I was more than happy to go and help him, so I physically went and showed him where that was, and that that wasn't a problem at all. Okay, so when did it become an issue then, Cara? So, um, at one point, I was in Morris's, um, and a lady came up to me and she asked me where the cash point was, um, which would have been fine if I knew where the cash point was, but I didn't, um, and she ended up shouting at me, like, you know where the cash point is, and I was like, um, I don't work here. Don't even work here. Oh, um, no. Cara, thanks for, thanks for bringing it to our attention. Obviously, just because you wear a uniform to do a certain job doesn't Ooh. mean that you're responsible for everything else everywhere else yeah. you go. Um, yeah, have a lovely exactly. day, Cara, and thanks for tuning in to the show. Take care no now. Bye-bye. Uh, there we go. Uh, Cara on hands-free. Uh, worked at Pets at Home. I was uh, When we knew that Cara worked at Pets at Home, I was interested, and I would like to have talked to her a little bit more, but we've got a bit of a dodgy line, but I'm Ooh. interested in those cat scratch posts. Because I've <laughs> yes. seen some of those that are multi-story. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, have you seen them? They're really elaborate. The they're, like, they're like palaces for, for felines. Really? Yeah, you, they can climb up. And, and I want to know which is the biggest cat-scratching you know, empire you can purchase. Wow, yeah. Uh, and I know you're interested in getting... You'd like one well, of the we, human. Well, we, uh, we, uh, we 
got them for our cats. They don't even use it. They just scratch the carpet instead and ruin our house. But, um, yeah, I would like a human scratch uh, post, yeah. You can just sort of, like, maul it, and then it would have a sort of back-scratching thing, so you could, like, rub your... If you got an itchy back, you rub your back up against like the, the post. The Beluga like Bear of radio. Yeah. It's, a, it's a bare necessity, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> They'll come to you. Um, Dave, I wear a suit to work, well, a waistcoat, so I look reasonably smart. I was standing at Waitrose in a slight daze when a very short, very posh woman came up and said, I can't find the shallots. <laughs> I stared at her. She took my lack of response to stupidity. They're small onions, she snapped. <laughs> I walked her over to the correct section of the shop and left her with the small onions, madame. <laughs> oh, wow. Please let me know if you require any further assistance. And that's from the Thwaites Monkey in Herm Bay. Oh, excellent. It wasn't his job, but he did it anyway. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's time now for Matt Dyson's Social Ammo. This is where Matt goes through everything that's happening on Twitter, Instagram, online in general, and brings you the things that are trending and the things you maybe need to know about so that when you go into your place of work or wherever it is you're going today, you're armed with all your, there you guessed it, social ammo. We're going to twist on this dearly loved format. Well, Mr Dyson, sir, you are part of your own feature. Oh. Because uh, something you observed yesterday whilst trying to buy a, a, a pushchair <laughs> yeah. has received 288 <laughs> likes, 28 wow, tweets yeah. and 31 comments. The has become the hunted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and it's an incredible observation. Well, this is an advert for a Silver Cross uh, pushchair. Uh, and there is a couple, a couple of models looking at their new buggy and w- presumably with a child inside. And the look on their faces, uh, they seem to be hating life, to be honest. I don't know how this advert ever made it to print uh, and it was put out there. They look so annoyed they look to disgusted. be paired. They look, they look disgusting. Frankly disgusted. Either with the buggy or with what's inside the buggy. Either way, how has it not stopped? Why do they not look happier? Well, maybe it's because of what their modelling careers have become, possibly. Yeah. But it's at Real Dysonator, yeah. or we'll tweet it out at Absolute Radio. What you have here, let me tell you what's happened here. Yeah. Instead of hiring genuine parents to look lovingly into the buggy, yeah. or even actors yeah. who are trained to protect tend to look lovingly into the buggy. Yeah. You know, like when we do those little videos we shoot from time to time and we use Stu, who works here. Yes, He's exactly. a trained actor. Yeah. And even when Stu, in one role, is like offering us a cup of tea and coffee, it lights up the room. It really does. It's, it's thing great to, to see. see him in action. So Stu yeah. doesn't have any children, but I know that if they'd hired Stu and he was looking into a buggy, you'd go, you'd there's a child it. in that buggy. Yeah. And But they've hired two catalogue models. Yes. So that guy is effectively, and this is, I imagine, what I'm going to be like when I become a father soon, yeah. just doing blue steel while looking yeah. into a brand. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Just pouting at my own child. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but to be fair, it's, in a way, it is the most honest advert ever because that's what it's like to be a first-time parent. <laughs> that look on their faces is like, what have we done? <laughs> it's, 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 so it's a weird this day. Very weird. Um, anyway, so you lead your own uh, yeah. feature this morning. Congratulations. What else is Other going on? Other trending topics. The leaning Pisa isn't leaning quite as much as it used to lean. This wow. is amazing. Uh, engineers have been working on it, right? It's not uh, Superman, is it, from Superman 3? No, it's not. Oh. But that was a great scene and a lovely reference for all the millennials out there. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, the leaning therapies have been straightened by four centimetres over the last 17 years because engineers have been slowly, slowly, ever so slightly straightening it so it doesn't fall over, okay. basically. Are they so going to make it straight eventually? I don't, I don't think they want to make it straight because then it won't be as much of a tourist well, attraction, yeah. will it? It'll be like just a tower. You just won't be able to do the tower. holding up photo yes, anymore. exactly. People are going to have to go back and redo those holding up pictures. Right, that's amazing. No, but, they've yeah. just been 
How are they doing that? Do you know? Are they, they're, they're, are they're like just, propping it? Or? I'm trying to find out exactly what the engineers are doing, but they're just making it more stable. So gradually, I don't know if they're like putting little sticks up well, on the side of it. Of course, this is what happens when you only it. have so many characters to work with <laughs> exactly. or something like Twitter. We can't delve into the details. Exactly. And there's also been a big uh, furore about the name of Blink 182, as we know them in the UK, of course. Blink mm-hmm. 182 in America, they call them Blink 182. This was highlighted by a writer on the Late Late Show and has caused a bit of a Twitter moment. Okay. Uh, an English expert, actually, a noted linguist, Ed Perchard, uh, said that it is correct to call them uh, Blink 182 uh, because if it's a number, it's 182. If it's figures, it's 182. 182 doesn't exist as an entity in the English language. He says. Did anyone think to go and ask the band instead of that guy? <laughs> well, funnily enough, Mark Hoppers, the front man, Hello. has responded to this uh, saying he doesn't care either way. Some say. <laughs> Cheers, Mark. Seriously. Some say, one, <laughs> some say 182, some say 182. But the main point that Mark Hoppers is worried about is the fact that Blink in Blink 182 should be lowercase. So oh. the only thing we can take from this is Blink in 182 should be a lowercase b, and that's all he's bothered about. Other people suggesting they should be known as Blink square root of 33,124, <laughs> which is also Catchy. accurate, yeah. Very nice. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. It's Thursday morning. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where it's time now to meet another one of these little bad boys. <laughs> Yes, it's time for Trades People to the Stars. And joining us this morning, we have Pete. Good morning, Pete. Morning, Dave. Morning, chaps. How are you? Very well. And how are you? I'm good, thank you very much. Pete, what's yeah. your trade? Uh, I'm a swimming pool builder engineer. Ooh! Pete the pool builder. <laughs> How the course. other half live. Yes, yes a legend in our lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, we've never spoken, but you've been getting in touch with various shows for a long time now, so it's lovely to have you on as a tradesperson. Yeah, I have. I know uh, Matt from, from other shows. Yes, yeah, everyone yeah. knows Matt you from previous in, shows. Are you based in Billericay, Pete? Close, we're in Hornchurch. Ah, oh, that's it. I see. My ass. Essex Tingles were happening. Well, that's what you say about your Essex Tingles about. (laughs) You're married now, mate. You've got to let it go. Um, So, anyway, uh, which celebrity have you built a pool or slash maintain one for? Well, my favourite one would be Tony Adams, ex-England, ex-Arsenal, Tony Adams. Tony Adams is on the show, everybody. Legend. Yeah. Um, He is a legend. So, was Tony there whilst you were working on his pool? He was always in, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, I'm reliably informed by the brilliant producer Claire that what we have on our hands here is a tea making special because we always ask our tradespeople <laughs> did the celebrity offer to make you a cup of tea or coffee yeah. with varying degrees of success question. but we know that Tony Adams was all about you and your colleagues having a cup of tea Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, one of the first things he asked was, um, as soon as we turned up, he said, morning, guys, do you want a cup of tea? And I went, I'd love one. And he came out with some, well, <laughs> some really weird and wonderful sort of lemon, mint, dandelion and all this sort of nonsense, which I've never even seen before. Oh, some other hippie tea. Tony Adams drinks hippie tea. Is that what you're saying? Ding! It was just hippie tea. Definitely hippie tea. Wow. I don't even think these were teas. I just, I have no idea what they were. <laughs> So you, you declined the herbal tea of Tony Adams, and, and what did he do for you instead then? Well, he actually went indoors, he came out on his push bike and pedalled down the garage and came back with a big bag of PG chips, sugar, milk, biscuits. Oh, what? Oh, 
Tony Adams. Oh, yes. <laughs> wow. Well, it's amazing. Yeah. And so not only did he go and get your tea, but we're, we're, we believe he was a very trusting person to work for. He was. I mean, it's, it's such a... It actually changed my opinion, I'm going to say, being a West Ham fan. <laughs> I was to give him some stick, but I couldn't. He was just such a nice man. Oh. And um, he was doing some coaching in Holland. And he gave me two bunches of keys. And I said, well, what's this for? And he said, well, this is for the house and this is for the car. Um, when I say car, I mean, this was a brand spanking new top of the range Range Rover he had on the drive. And he said, just in case you've got to move it while I'm away. Oh, and I'm like, wow. You know, and Pete moved it all the way back to Hornchurch and Tony's not seen it since. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is absolutely yeah. incredible. So uh, we also believe that there's a hot tub involved in this story, if it couldn't get any better. We're already touching on bicycles, herbal tea and Arsenal in England, captains. <laughs> Where does the hot tub fit in? Well, he, he had a place in the south of France at the uh, Royal Mugan Golf Course, you know, just outside of Cannes. Mm. And um, we had to drive a, uh, a tub down from Hornchurch on the back of a truck and took this hot tub down to the south of France for him. You know, it's when you, you know, talk I'm to not... people like our trace people to the stars, when they've dealt with a footballer, Matt, and you hear things like mm. top of the range Range Rover, swimming pool in the house, hot tub to the south of France where the house is on a golf course, <laughs> that kind of stuff. You really, I really wish I'd been good at football. Right? Yeah, <laughs> but if I rue one thing in life, yeah. is why am I so rubbish at football? And can I blame my parents for that? Yeah, and this wasn't even the big money days, was it, when Adams? <laughs> exactly. They bemoaned the lack of money at the time. Well, That's amazing. It's great to know that his house sounds like a, such a nice place. He really looks after you. It sounds like, almost like a sanctuary, a, a donkey sanctuary. Oh, no, you didn't, Well, listen, he's changed the opinion of him in a West Ham fan's eyes. He sounds like such a lovely fella. Pete, thank you for coming on the show. You're in the running to get yourself a Wix gift card. Thank you for being our tradesperson to the stars. And thank you for tuning in over the years and all of your brilliant communique. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Cheers, Pete. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Well, just now I was... I was saying that there's an update when it comes to our action figurines. Yeah. Uh, so the whole team have got them made. Um, Emma, you're yet to see yours. Yes. As is Glenn. We are going to do the um, millennial eight-inch figurine <laughs> unveil at some point. Um, and in the new year, as we promised, the, these little action figures will be a way of you winning amazing prizes. But in the meantime, I wanted to do some filming with them. And yesterday was the first day of filming, and it was little Dave and little Matt. And we were out and about around town. Mm-hmm. Uh, we drew quite a few um, bystanders, some of them using yeah. expletives when describing how <laughs> we looked um, and we're, we're building a nice little filmic moment here and I, I went out with the team we were we were three grown men stood outside Topshop on Oxford Street at one point uh, yeah. looking at little Dave with a camera <laughs> right um, the and figurine then, yes the figurine, yeah, the figurine yeah. yes yeah. that's right <laughs> I should point out I, I've said little Dave so many times I, I, I forgot that it could mean a couple of different things yeah you're right anyway uh, the figurine and um, so we're going off to our next location and um Something awful has happened. Because little Dave and little Matt were being held in producer Mark's hand. Again, I'm talking figurines. You're right, good. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, yeah, could get arrested for that. Um, And, um, well... He's not. Little Dave. One of his arms has come off. And his foot. There's his foot. Like his foot. Oh, no. Disaster. Producer Mark dropped them. Boy, <gasps> he dropped me. 
He dropped me on Regent Street. He smashed you. He smashed me into a thousand little pieces. Wow. Yeah, so I've got no arm and no foot. Oh dear. Oh. I didn't. I thought they were a bit more sturdy than that. I thought no, they'd no. survive a, a drop. No. I th unless you threw them to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> in, in disgust. In anger. <laughs> Little yeah. Matt's still in one piece, you'll be pleased to hear. Wow. Yeah. So we've had to um, hold off on filming for oh, a while. No. Whilst we get the super glue out. Yeah. <laughs> or do so. But I don't think that can be rescued. No, so, I mean, there's a lot of work to be done. There's going to be cracks showing, surely. Um, <laughs> yes, and I've been trying to cover up the cracks for many years now, as you know. <laughs> hey. um, at Absolute Radio, we'll tweet out a picture Just give of it a spray tan, it'll eight be fine. Inch... <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. It's sad, though, isn't it? It's yeah, one of my ambitions of my action figure of Patricia Mark, who's you... only been here ten minutes. <laughs> Smashed really it into loads of different... That's absolute disaster. <sighs> anyway, so we go, but we are still working uh, on something with these action figures. Have we got enough footage now? Or? We haven't got enough footage. Well, we have I'm to use to... A, a hologram version of you. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to do a total rewrite. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway, there we go. <laughs> I thought I'd break you the news. Oh, dear. Um, but as I say, yours is perfectly safe, so you're fine. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. They say you learn a lot about a person in a moment of crisis. Devastated that my 8-inch action figure has been smashed to a million pieces by producer Mark, producer Claire came in and made me stand holding it and pose for a photograph <laughs> for social media. <laughs> Why are you now you're laughing? <laughs> what a thing to do, honestly. Right, Absolute Radio are putting on an incredible night of comedy at the London Palladium, all in aid of Stand Up to Cancer. The event sold out in a matter of days uh, because it has an incredible lineup. Our very own Frank Skinner is hosting the whole thing. Uh, John Richardson is going to be there, as is Rob Beckett, Chris Ramsey, Joe Caulfield's going to do a turn, Nish Kumar, Matt Four, Gary Delaney, and our very own Glenn Moore. Uh, now, all the tickets, as I say, sold out in a matter of days, but Wix, they came along and bought five boxes, so they made a huge donation to Stand Up to Cancer. Well done, Wix. And they asked me to pass on the places in the boxes to you, which is why we've been playing a game of what's in the box. Basically, each day this week on the show, I've been going into a massive box that I've got here, uh, and I've been pulling out random objects, and then a blindfolded Matt Dyson has had to guess what that object is from the clues mm. I'm giving. And in 45 seconds, whichever one of you uh, can be closest to the pin when it comes to how many we get will be winning a place in the box. Uh, so, the box is right next to me. Uh, Matt, I'm, I'm going in. See, I See, told I you, Matt. Matt. It's huge. What? <gasps> oh, my goodness. It's an aeroplane, Matt. It's bigger than we ever imagined. Hello? Hello? Wow. Oh, oh just climbed out there. It's one big box. That was 4D radio, everyone. <laughs> yeah. So all you need to do to be with a chance of winning is give us a call right now on 0330-123-1215. That's 0330-123-1215. Answer a simple question. Which football team does rock and roll football's Matt Ford support? Uh, uh, no, Matt Dyson. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. We're playing What's in the Box. For your chance to play, you had to tell us which football team does rock and roll football's Matt Ford, who is on the lineup, of course. Which team does he support? The answer is Matt Dyson. The Mighty Nottingham Forest. The Mighty Nottingham Forest. We have our two callers picked at random getting that right. And on line one, we have Kevin. Good morning to you, Kev. Good morning, Dave. How are you doing? Very well, my man. And how are you today? I'm great, thank you. The sunshine's peeping out, so yeah, lovely day. Lovely. So it's all nice in Preston then, yeah? It is. Lovely. Pleased to hear it. Online too, we have Martin. Good morning to you, Martin. Good morning, Dave. Uh, welcome to the show, my man. Uh, Kev Martin, Martin Kev. 
Hello, Hello there, Martin. OK, there we go, lads. Uh, we're about to start the uh, 45 second timer, and I'm going to reach into the massive box we have here in the studio. So, Kev, uh, how many do you think uh, Matt Dyson's going to guess correctly, blindfolded, just from my descriptions? I'm going to go for four. You've gone for four, and Martin? I'm going for eight. Eight. OK, bear in mind, yesterday we got nine, Matt, which mm. is very good. Yeah. OK, gentlemen, wish you the best of luck. Stay right there. Uh, Matt, have you got your blindfold on? I'll just put it on now. OK, you put your blindfold on, and I'm going to start the timer. Here we go, and... Right, uh, Liam Gallagher wears these all the time. Uh, Parkers. Correct. Um, it's a Beatles album, Green Cross Code. Um, oh, 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 Abbey Road. Abbey Road, yes. Thank and you. if I was to buy it in 1969, what format would I be buying it on? Uh, 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 vinyl. Yes, Abbey Road on vinyl. Yes, uh, good. Kick one of these, score a goal. Football. Yes. Um, I, in the summer, I don't wear these. <laughs> oh, boxer shorts. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Uh, flame-headed singer-songwriter. Um, Loop pedals. No. no. <laughs> Popular with us. Yeah, Mick Hucknall. Um, you photographed some moody male model and female model parents staring into one of these just yesterday. A buggy. Yes, buggy. Um, rock stars wear them indoors. Um, they Sunglasses. Up. Yes. Um, uh, a collector from Japan. Oh, uh, Matt Bellamy. From you, yes. <laughs> What's he doing in there? <laughs> Matt, get back in there. Wow. You're going on tour soon. Uh, we managed to get a whole load of them, mainly eight, which means, Martin, you were spot on. Exactly right. Congratulations, my friend. Well done to you. Thank you very much. How are you feeling? Are you looking forward to it? Oh, definitely, definitely. I was uh, jealous that I, that I couldn't get tickets, so, but now I have. Well, we, we yes. will see you there. We're really looking forward to it. Who are you going to bring with you? There's two seats in each box, thanks to Wix. Who are you bringing? Um, I'm going to bring the lovely Anita, who thought that um, Ned Sheeran was real. So. Oh, Ned Sheeran, <laughs> of course! <laughs> oh, great. oh, that's going to be lovely. It's you, Martin. Brilliant. OK, well, we look forward to meeting you both in person. We'll see you there, lovely. and thanks for tuning in. Unlucky, Kev. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. And obviously... We know that this is when Glenn Moore really comes into his own. He's, uh, yeah. His, his wordplay is superb. He's always missed at this point. Yeah, and he's, he's, t- he's, taken, he's, he's not here today, and, and that's why he's been doing great work at his Soho Theatre show, and Glenn will be back tomorrow. Um, but I wanted to just bring Glenn in here and via Twitter, because he's tweeted saying, at uh, DaveBerry underscore tweet, I sincerely mean this, congratulations on promotion to the Premier League. <laughs> And that's the kind of reaction I wanted when we were live at 6am this morning when I said I've taken my beloved Charlton in just two seasons wow, to the Premier League. What a turnaround. Beating Preston North End yeah. and beating Tottenham in the FA Cup final. Oh, wow. Thank you. So, yeah. That's the reaction that's I was it. after. I sleep well tonight, my <laughs> angel. Um, so we've chosen the two topics of Daily Smash. We're going to go for songs. We're going to do the playlist, anything to do with music. And we pick landmarks. And why was this, Matt? Uh, this is because the Leaning Tower of Pisa is no longer leaning as much as it used to. It's being propped up by engineers. So slightly. it's not their, they, their intention is not to ever make it completely straight. But just a bit more sturdy. Just a bit more sturdy. I'm okay. getting some grief about that after I put it in the news. Oh. I've been tweeted saying it can't 
be leaning in a, a measurement, like centimetres. It needs to be measured in angles. Oh, well, that's interesting, isn't mm. it? Yeah. Well, how I mean... do you respond to that when you get when you get a tweet <laughs> like that, Emma? How do you respond to I that? I sent them the link from Sky News. Good. I said, please see yeah. paragraph three. Yeah. <laughs> refer to them, please. Refer your problems good. to them. I've just always wondered how you would go about dealing with such a thing. That's good to know. It's a good point, though. They make mm. a good point. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, so it's um, anyway, it's fun. It's wordplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a, you know, just something to do at this time of the day. Yeah. You know, when you should be doing something else. Yay! <laughs> 8, 12, 15 or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Landmarks and music. I've got the Nicky Mitaj Mihal. <laughs> <laughs> God, I miss yeah. Glenn. <laughs> That's good. I'm loving Angels of the North instead. Ah, very good. And Grandmaster Flash Canyon. Uh, yes. The yeah. Grand Canyon. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The Grand, yeah, that's good. Oh, okay. What have you got, Matt? Um, I've got uh, St. Peter Andre's Basilica. <laughs> um, uh, London Left Eye Lopez. I like no? that. Yeah. And uh, Donny Warwick Castle Turret from the Tower of London. That's a very obscure... Ooh, we're reaching. We are reaching. ...a band from about 15 years ago. 2009 or something, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, OK. Em, we got anything? Take another little piece of my heart now, baby. Ah, oh, like yes. it. London Eye of the Tiger. Great. And Golden Gate yes. Bridge over troubled water. Very nice. So there we go. Who needs Glenn? The Who needs Glenn? <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. As engineers in Pisa work hard to get the angles correct. That's right, angles. See paragraph three of the uh, Sky News report that Emma's tweeting out. Uh, as they work hard to get the angles correct so that the Pisa doesn't straighten up but doesn't fall over uh, the Leaning Tower of Pisa, we're asking you on the Daily Smash for landmarks and the playlist. <laughs> Eiffel Tower 65 from Jay and Rach on the Wirral. Thank you, Jay and Rach. Queens of the Stonehenge Age from Elliot. The Great Wall of China in Your Hand from Carrie. Statue of Libertines from Mark in Bracknell. Sydney Opera House Martins from Rob in Cardiff. Lovely. The British Museum from Rob Knowles in Old Hill. Waterloo Sunset by the Sphinx. That's from Keith in Edinburgh. And, of course, the Beatles classic Shard Day's Night (laughs) from Katie. Uh, Thank you very much indeed for those guys. The Daily Smash will return next week. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Every now and again on the show, we are forced to revisit the Daily Smash because something so inspirational pops through. And um, Matt Dyson, we were smashing together landmarks from around the world mm. and anything to do with music and, yeah. and we, we wrapped it up we said we thanks so much Daily Smash is back next week la di da di da you're brilliant at it we all know that but then um, this little bad boy popped yeah, up yeah a little text message from Stephen in Durham hey Steve who came up with Gloria Mount Everest a fan oh <laughs> it's worth coming back for that the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast Absolute Radio we hope you've enjoyed the show as much as we have because it's been quite the journey again hasn't it mm. It wasn't my job, but I did it anyway, was the big text topic of the day around 7am this morning. Some hilarious stories there. If you want to relive them, of course, download the free daily podcast, which you can download from wherever it is you download your podcast from and enjoy. And, of course, as we do every morning, we now uh, spend some time trying to come up with a name for it. Yesterday's was entitled, I hope that Santa brings you a sturdy two-foot rubber torch. (laughs) What's on the short list this morning, please, Producer Mark? Okay, first of all, we've got How Dare You Question Richie Sambora's Riddle? Oh, yes, that's <laughs> a good point. Yeah, that was yeah. you. Well, yeah, I did question it. Yeah. I was wrong to question it. The riddles well, of Bon Jovi. Yeah. I was trying to demonstrate the dilation of a pupil through the medium of whistling. <laughs> oh, I think I might have well. said that around 6.30 this morning. Yeah, yeah. Strange. <laughs> I was like a children's butler for an hour. 
Oh, that uh, was you. That was when it wasn't your job, but you did it anyway. Yeah, I was a volunteer worker for an hour. Yeah. And finally, don't call, don't call me hero. No, we won't. <laughs> and finally, I want a human scratch post that I can maul. Oh, that's you. Oh, yeah. So I'm interested I by still the, want that. these yeah. huge uh, cat scratching posts you can buy. They're just palatial. They're like yeah. they're multi-story, mm. and you like to continue your reputation as being Baloo the bear of radio. Yeah. You'd like a human one that you can rub up against. Human one. It'd be multi-purpose. You know like those karate things that people used when they're training like yeah. the wooden posts with yeah. little bits sticking out yeah. it's basically a big back scratcher yeah it'd be the bare necessities of life bro. <laughs> it was bare necessities <laughs> um let's go with i was trying to demonstrate the dilation of a pupil through the medium of whistling because anything that involves the medium of is always funny yes good should we do that and that was a lovely moment it was a lovely moment we were all there with you <laughs> <laughs> as we say download the free daily podcast to relive it all again and thank you for tuning in arrivederci the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Podcast done. Absolute Radio.